0: you use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm your host, Kim Thompson-Pinder. And for the first time in a long time, the whole Authority gang is together. So welcome, Carol Boston, Crystal Duku, and Samantha King. We first got on, we're like, it's been so long since we've been together. I think we've just had, all of us have had a lot going on. And... Uh, you know, Samantha can probably relate because her and I only live about an hour apart. But you know, one of the things with um, you know the drags of COVID is you you can't really make plans because the omicron has just like swept through Ontario like wildfire, and you know every time you turn around, somebody well more than one person you know is sick. So that's what it's been like. So I've personally found it hard to try and book anything because it's, you go to book something and like, oh, I'm sick. And now, like I know in the, in the past, you know, if you weren't quite feeling well, you'd probably still go, but now it's like, you don't dare go. Right. Cause <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. you cough once and you'll get ostracized. yeah <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So let's just do a couple minutes, quick catch up. What's been going on. So Carol, you're on this side of my uh, screen, what's been going on with you? Oh, I've been
1: participating in an amazing intensive leadership program. Um, you know, as a business leadership coach, I continue to invest so that I can be better for my clients and I can learn where my blind spots are. And that's really one of the main reasons I went in this particular program. I've been watching it for about two years and I realized in certain areas of my life that I have a blind spot, right? You you know what I say, we're all in a jar, right? I'm in my jar, <laughs> but uh upcoming i've got my first two master classes on the 7th and the 16th i've got a first full day workshop on the 28th and then i'm kicking off my first group program in july so i'm excited about that i've got some really cool one-on-one clients that i'm working with Uh, one of them's out of london i just absolutely love that accent i know crystal can relate to that her best (laughs) friends over there and you guys know me well enough to know that i have to watch her lips when she talks because her accent's kind of (laughs) heavy I don't want to say, could you repeat that please all the time? So instead of looking at her often, I'm looking at her lips, but I get most of it. But uh, uh, that's what's going on with me. My dad turned 91. He's doing great. He's in amazing health and I'm looking forward to seeing him soon and um, actually looking forward to the next. I'll tell you something I didn't tell any of you girls. I have finally um, part of my challenge in this leadership group is being open to abundance in all areas, which means being open to receiving in relationships. So Crystal tried to get me to go date about a year ago. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm now I have made a commitment to be on four dates with four women between last Friday and July 6th at 6 p.m. So I'm on three different apps working on how to create better profiles and stuff. I got, you know, people talking to me. And one of the things that came up that was really interesting is that you guys have heard me talk about how I know I don't want to live in Florida forever. I want a wood burning fireplace in the morning time, but I don't know where it is. Right. I've got my vision board. I know what the house looks like. And this one lady told me something that would just opened up my eyes. She goes, well, go on the dating apps and open it up to nationwide. Mm hmm. I was like, oh, one of the apps won't let you do that. So in one search, I'm in Florida, one search I'm in Chattanooga, one search I'm in Dallas, and it's hard to keep up. <laughs> but I'm I'm learning. Um, I actually bought two tickets to a play. It was this inexpensive play put on by the lesbian thespians last weekend. And I didn't have a date, but I was I went by myself, which was good. I showed up. So they believe that once I open to receiving an abundance in that area, that it'll all flow in all areas. So
0: Get ready, world. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> Crystal, what's been up with you?
2: So, yeah, so a lot has been going on. I feel like I did have a lot of visitors coming, but it was great because it really um, had me looking at different ways to really keep growing my business and keep bringing um, new structure in. And I'm so excited that a lot I think from the last time we spoke, I I talked about my workshops that I was running. So I started to run a lot more workshops. People are coming to it. And then from that working, I actually got invited to be part of this group um, of individuals who are looking to transition into tech. So I um, I did a guest spot on there. And from there, I got a lot of clients who came and asked me to help them do their linkedin and set it up and like they're they're sitting they're paying and you know they're reporting back hey i'm getting all of this insight I'm, i these are things that i didn't know and and it's it's funny i actually you know and carol would always speak about that you know just being to open to the possibilities and and saying yes and and saying what it is that you want right as opposed to what it is you don't want and so the opportunities have kept coming and working with different groups again. um, In July, June, I have to do another event and I found that they have been after I do the event and I share information and provide value, I do get a lot of private bookings right after for me to teach them. And in some cases, people, I can't, I don't have the time to learn this. Let me pay you to fix my LinkedIn. And now it's kind of transitioning into resumes as well, which is fun. I, um, which is fun to do. So it has taken a different turn. It is, it's, it's, definitely a lot more enjoyable and'm I'm, I'm I'm very excited to see all the other opportunities so that has been taking up my evenings a lot which I like I mean I love sitting down with them going through going through the LinkedIn teaching them and then following up with them so that has been keeping me very busy plus I've had a I can't believe it's almost the end of me because I feel like I've had visitors after visitors um, so it's it's just been exciting and busy. Um, and it's warming up. So I'm, I'm excited about that.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And, and if, if you're on my LinkedIn, so if, if you haven't checked it out yet, go to LinkedIn and put in word Ninja Kim Crystal's been doing all of the podcast posts. So go on there and check it out. Cause you've been doing an amazing job on those posts. Like I'm like, Gee, I can't even tell that you wrote it. It sounded like I wrote it. Man, you're doing great. So, um, you know, that was uh, a way of getting the podcast out more. So thank you, Crystal. That's awesome. Samantha, what have you been up to? Uh, For me,
3: lots is going on here. I know Crystal was saying, you know, the business is getting warmer. Uh, Kim and I are up in Canada. So May comes around and we start to get into the Canadian spring, which is warmer weather for a couple of days and then cold. And so, you know, we're in like like sweatshirts and shorts and, you know, Crocs or whatever. Um, And that means that it's the beginning of the RV season. So you guys know my dream is to build a business and run my business while I travel in my RV. So we've got it parked down at a uh, camp, an RV park in Niagara Falls. We're going there every weekend. And that's been really just, it's that realization of like, why am I doing all of the things that I'm doing, you know, business wise, I'm about to Uh, run my accelerator, my sell your online course accelerator. We're launching a low cost membership to help people sell their courses. Really just, I feel like kind of like what Crystal was saying, things are just coming together in the sense that, you know, I've really tuned into my passion of, you know, this industry that wants us all to pay them to teach us how to create the course, but nobody wants to talk about selling it. And, And for me, it's all about sales because that's how you have the impact you're here to make. So I just feel like, everything just seems to be coming together. Like I got the yeah. RV going, the accelerator's about to run, the low cost membership is coming, just streamlined, simplified, focused action. And maybe that is, you know, like what Carol always says to us, you know, put it out into the universe. I guess that's what I put out into the universe back in March when I was preparing for my April summit and got COVID in the background. So, you know, I think that's maybe what I put out there subconsciously and I focused on what I really wanted instead of the COVID I didn't want. And here we are.
0: (laughs) That is awesome, Samantha. Yeah. And, you know, it's been um, kind of a tumultuous two months for me. Well, actually a tumultuous six months because, you know, I've had some ongoing health issues. Things got worse starting in December. You know, I was January, February, March. I was in and out of Emergency on a regular basis, mostly because, um, you know, my gynecologist told me to go so that they could do some stopgap measures to help me. But also, the more I went, the more she was able to put me on the priority list to get the procedure I needed. So, had that April 5th. And that was a really weird experience. I've never been under general anesthesia before. And I remember, you know, I'm in the operating room and they, um, they put this mask over me and I feel like I can't breathe. Like they're just telling me it's oxygen and breathe, but I feel like I can't breathe. I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm good. I'm okay. I'm not, I'm not suffocating. Right. And I took a couple deep breaths and then they put something in my IV and the gynecologist said, okay, that's good. You put the first one in fast, put the second one in slow. Next thing I know is that they're waking me up and the procedure's done. Like it was just, uh, it was so strange. And, you know, they had said, you know, you need a few days recovery and, you know, the procedure went really well and all that. And I had booked a week off just to give myself some time. And uh, so, you know, for the most part, the recovery went good. Just a couple of really strange things happened, but week two hit and all of a sudden it was like, my body went, you had surgery. (laughs) And, and I remember on the Tuesday, so it was like two weeks to the day, I, I started trying to do stuff and all of a sudden it was like, I hit a wall and I'm like, okay, my body's telling me I've got to rest more. So I did. I actually took a few more days off, just really light work. And on the Saturday, I mean, I never nap it's I, I don't nap. And I I crashed out for several hours and my husband came in and woke me up. He's like, lunch is ready. I'm like, what time is it? So it's been a really unique experience. And then, you know, coming off of that, getting some work done. And then I got to take a vacation and, you know, my husband's not a big traveler, so we don't go on a lot of vacations. But this year I had said to him, I need to go on a vacation. And so my husband, my daughter, and I, we went on a wonderful vacation to Halifax, Canada. If you ever want a beautiful area, ocean, all that, um, Halifax is an amazing place to go. And just a wonderful time away. It took another two weeks off. But you know, what I did before I left was is I made sure everything was done. Yeah. So my goal was to go on vacation with absolutely nothing left on my list. And I I did leave with one thing, but it wasn't a time sensitive thing. So it was like, it was so easy, just, okay, deal with that when I got home. And I think that was so good for me. Like my manager at RTI publishing, she's like, I better not catch you on our, on our, you know, book management software, checking things out. Cause she can see when I've looked at things. Right. And, you know, she's like, you better not be texting me and asking me how things are going. And so for two weeks, I didn't check, I didn't look. You know, I knew I had left it in good hands. She ran everything in the background and I came back. Today was the first day. She had lists of things that had gotten accomplished the 2 weeks I was gone. I'm like, oh, that felt good. It felt good cuz that that meant I'm in a good place in my business where I can actually take time off when I need to and know that Things are being covered. You know, in the past, I wouldn't have been able to do that. I would have had to have been checking in and different things. So that was a huge breakthrough in my business for me. Uh, Going forward, I just signed up today for a mastermind with a publisher. Uh, She's doing a mastermind to work with publishers. So this is the first time I get to do that kind of mastermind. So, really looking forward to that because. Um, she's got a massive publishing business in, in lots of different areas, the, and there's there's overlap. So I'm really looking forward to learning from her. And I'm working on doing a writing retreat in September, and I'm hoping to book. My daughter works at a camp. And it's a camp and a conference center and a resort center. So I'm hoping to be able to book her resort center. It's on a beautiful lake in central Ontario. September will still be warm. You'll still be able to go in the water, but you'll have the fall colors. So I'm I'm hoping to book a, a writing retreat for the fall and get about, I don't want a huge group. So probably 10 to 15 people max and do like a four day retreat and just let them, you know, really work away on getting their, their books done. So that's kind of where I'm at right now.
2: That's very exciting. I, I love how that sounds. I think, um I think that's very exciting. And I, I love just, as you were saying, you know, you're able to take that time off and go, you no, know, I think that's great because as I feel like as an entrepreneur and as, as, business owners, that's the goal, right. To get to that place where we know we, cause we do still need that time of rest and relaxation mm-hmm. So that's very exciting. I mean, it's very exciting to hear what everyone is up to. Maybe I'll
3: finally write that book,
2: Kim. are <laughs> in Ontario. Like we're both in Ontario,
3: right? My yeah, it on would week- only be an hour drive for you. <laughs> yeah, my husband's on weekend has weekends off for the first time in I don't know how long. And so like Carol, things are just coming together. <laughs> I don't know how I did it.
2: <laughs> you're open to the possibilities What else?
3: <laughs> and
1: and you are source and you are creator right we all are and when we can tap into that magic happens
0: all right so let's get to the topic today we'll probably split it in into two chunks because i, I want to give everyone you know good time let's have a good discussion about this so you know i was teaching a, a master class today Uh, for a group of uh, female CEOs. Mm -hmm. And one of the key things that we were talking about is if you want to grow your business fast, get visible. The more, the more that you are seen as an entrepreneur, the faster your business will grow. So I really want to talk about getting visible because we all, I think we're going to have some really unique perspectives on that. So the first thing I was thinking of with getting visibility uh, is it has to be intentional. You don't just become visible. So let's talk about that for a little bit and then I'll let each one of us go around and we'll each give our main points for the day. So anyone have some thoughts on that? Well, I'll start because, you know, I was building my business
1: completely offline until COVID. Then it became completely online and little by little as I was learning. And then when I met Crystal and I had started, just started to do my Courage to Confidence Corner show, I don't even think it had a full name yet right on my regular business page. Mm-hmm. And one of the things she shared with me was is that it would be good if people saw a different side of me. So I didn't just have the Monday at 12 noon. Business show, I created this Carol's Craft cocktails to see this whole other side and still try to weave in some business. And I recently signed a new client who's been following me for almost a year. And he said, Every time I show up wherever you are, even when I'm not looking for it and I didn't know I needed it, I get a golden nugget. And he happens to be in a Tony Robbins program. And he said, But I've known for months now that when I was ready, you're the only business coach I would hire. So I think that that tells you how important just visibility is. And a part of visibility is giving, right? Mm-hmm. Give, give, ask, give, give, ask. And so showing up in service, I think is huge when you're gaining visibility. And the other, only other thing that I would say is being able to tie that visibility into the value that you provide. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you're giving, you know, benefits of what you provide. Mm-hmm. because I'll be candid. I stopped doing the cocktail show at the end of February because what I realized is that it, it had become one big party. It was, yeah. It, it became a big, it was going 90 minutes. Nobody wanted to go home, but it wasn't driving revenue to the business anymore. Yes. And I, I realized that I had allowed that to happen because I was just having a great time, right? Entertaining people. So I'm going to bring it back. And when I do, it's going to be in a, on a different platform that I can monetize. But it was a great learning experience and it got me great visibility and exposure.
0: Well, and you did it intentionally. Oh, yes. So, you know, it wasn't just something that you just kind of threw together. You thought it through, Mm -hmm. you you tried it, you tested it, you revised it. Right. So it was an intentional way of of getting visibility. Uh, Crystal, I'd love to hear your thoughts.
2: I I completely agree with visibility and, and any of anybody with social media. I always say that's always a great place to start getting visible, right? So when you're showing up, what what content am I sharing? Um, being intentional about what you're putting out there because as Carl said, sometimes it may not bring somebody right away, but it takes a year and a year of them following and a year of them getting golden nuggets. But imagine if you weren't showing up that consistently, they would have missed out on that so that's i'm i'm a big believer in that for me i i was so excited about this topic because i for this when when i decided to pivot into doing the workshops and the teaching um the the workshops that i would teach one on one it came from really putting up, making an effort to show up in groups and share value and be visible. And so it would be like where I would run like maybe a free course or free class or volunteer with an organization. Um, so I'm, I'm doing my, cause that is a big part of me. I do love to give back and it's it's something that I always want to do. And I partnered up with this nonprofit where I was able to, to really, and, and I said, to, and I was able to help and share information on there. And then from that, I started to get clients that would come to me. And then even from, from just being in that network and knowing that, listen, I'm doing this because I want people to know what value that I'm putting out. and I, I want people to know what I'm doing. I want people to know my face, even their partners when they needed like a higher ticket item, they, they were like, where's the girl that does the LinkedIn? What's her information? I need mine done. And that's how, that's how they came about. And so now, especially sometimes, and, and, you know, we were talking about it sometimes it's hard and sometimes it can be as much as, as entrepreneurs, I feel like sometimes we feel, Oh my gosh, let me just sit in the back and let my business, it doesn't happen. It, it does get a little tiring. I, I do tend to be a little introverted as well. I like the background, but I realize, Hey, they want me to show up for this showing up to this event and saying yes and, Adding value and providing information on how how I can help them reach that goal then opens up a lot more people to come to know what it is that I'm doing and then request my service one-on-one. And I've seen that happen each time. And I'm always in amazement. I was like, Oh, wow. Wow. So yeah. Putting yourself out there, out there really works. And just right before we started this, I got a Facebook messenger. I Maybe about two years ago when I was offering a crash course on LinkedIn, and I was just doing it for free to just to help out at the start of the pandemic. And I haven't spoken to this guy in years. And he messaged, he was like, my friend is so confused about it. And I I told him about the crash course you gave me and he's excited and I want to connect you both. So I was yeah. like, huh? yeah. <laughs> so, so the visibility has to remain consistent, but it really, it's, it's, lo- it's like a long game, I think. Like, especially, lo- I always say longevity builds credibility. And when we're visible and we're showing up intentionally, and staying consistent, but not, but knowing that we do have to put ourselves out there, it does bring more people to you. Mm
0: -hmm. So, So agree, so agree. Samantha, your thoughts?
2: Well,
3: I'm gonna drive back to what you were saying about intention. And one of the things I wanna be clear is that, you know, algorithm anxiety is real and consistency becomes challenging for the business owners who might be listening to this because they think they have to be everywhere. And if we really like dial into like Carol's success, yes, it took a year and it was a year of focused effort on Facebook. She figured out where her audience was. She showed up on, in a way that was authentic to her, right. Which was live video for other people, maybe blogging it, like whatever. And she created what I call her authority Island, right. Her place on the internet where she is the expert and Crystal is doing the same thing. Kim, you've done, you like, we're all doing the same thing. And one of the biggest ways that I teach course creators to sell courses is by borrowing other people's audiences because visibility is one part authority Island and one part getting people to know about you. And a lot of yes. people I talk to, they're like, you know, know, well, but I post on social media every day and I'm like, okay, like, great. But where are you posting? What are you posting? And how are you getting people to that social media platform? Because I'm sorry, but like, I don't have time to like worry about Instagram's algorithm today. So I actually use borrowing other people's audiences. I find the people who serve the same client as me, but don't do what I do. And we collaborate. And even within that, it's about finding the right collaboration opportunities, so I'm getting the right people back to my authority island. And then creating that content that draw for me, I always tell my course creators, all sales, all roads need to go back to the course. It needs to go back to what you're doing. So of course, the person who was showing up and listening to Carol for a year, he was getting nuggets and then he hired her because that's what she does. Those nuggets were not just like, and today the weather is, and if you like this, you know." like it was, hey, Carol was showing up. She was coaching. She was doing what she was doing. And all roads lead back to, I want to work with Carol. Right? And the same thing with Crystal. She's talking about a free course, which was intentionally designed to get people to know Crystal as the LinkedIn lady. Kim is the word name. Ninja, right? So I think it comes back to that intentional setting, but, but I always want to break it down for people because they think, you know, we hear visibility and this is, I'm in the online course space, right? So I'm in the online business space. We hear things like consistency, visibility, like we hear them as much as we hear, like, again, the weather is today, right? So really how can we get intentional and, and really break it down step-by-step and release that, release this pressure on ourselves to be everywhere because we don't have to be everywhere. I just need to be where my client is. Yes. Yeah. If my client's not hanging out on Instagram, guess what? I don't need to be on Instagram. Get it. Exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: Right? You yeah, guys I all actually... know. I deleted my Facebook page at the beginning of this year because it wasn't doing anything for me and I wasn't doing anything for it, but it was nagging me mm-hmm. that I needed to be on it, right? but really yeah. I can just go hang out on Carol's Facebook page in a live that we do to get like, when you borrow other people's audiences, there's so many different ways to be visible
0: and be consistent yeah. in a manageable, simplified way. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I so agree, Samantha. And um, you know, like one of the things that I've been doing um, each month is I take 90 minutes each month and I sit no phone, know anything. And I just sit and think about my business. It's it's something one of my clients recommended. And so I've been doing that every month. And so one of the things that I concluded was, is that I can't be everywhere. So I've decided to actually put a lot of my focus into LinkedIn right now um, in terms of the, you know, of RTI publishing and, you know, publishing people's books. Now, one thing I have been doing on the side and I've been doing it for a while and I'm ramping it up a bit, is creating low content books. So there's going to be two sides to RTI publishing. We're actually going to have the publishing arm, you know, where RTI publishing just publishes their own low content books. So you know that will be where you know I post on Facebook about stuff. But in terms and that that's like the side thing, right? Because it's fun for me. I really like doing that kind of stuff. Been having a lot of fun creating Sudoku books. So anyway you'll see more of those coming out. Uh but You know, my main focus is going to be on LinkedIn. So what I've been doing is, is I've actually haven't been posting on LinkedIn because every day I'm writing for about half an hour and I'm writing articles and I want to create a series of about 52 articles and, and they're all going to be themed and, you know, work together. And I want to create that first. So I'm going to take the next month or so and just do that you know, I'll be participating on LinkedIn and commenting on people's things and, you know, maybe posting occasionally, but I'm not going to do a lot of serious posting because I want to get that consistency factor. And I want to create 52 articles so that I have an article going out each week. Cause on LinkedIn now you can get people to sign up for your weekly newsletter on LinkedIn. So my goal is to, you know, to build that out and then get them off of LinkedIn onto you know, my email list type thing. But I want the consistency factor because that's something that hasn't been there. Like I, I'll be consistent for a little bit and then I'm off and then I'm on. So the goal is is to get that consistent visibility on LinkedIn. So, yeah. So who, who else has something they want to talk about? Well, I was I was going to ask you to consider
1: what is the pay off and waiting to have all 52 done because you really only have to be a week ahead. So if you've got 10 done, get started now. So you can start developing the following now and then continue to write as you go along. Cause as long as you're a week ahead of them, you're ahead of the yeah, game.
0: Perhaps I, that I know myself too. Well, if I've got 10 ahead, I let everything else get in the way of doing the writing. <laughs> so you know, if I want the consistency, and I've had, I've been reading a book called Essentialism, and it really breaks down, you know, like what is essential and what is not. So I've really been taking a look at that. And so for me right now, you know, getting these articles done is one of my priorities because once they're done, they can just be uploaded, they can be scheduled in. You know, they go out every week and that job is done. I'm not thinking about it, right? Because this is the thing. You, you have this list that you have to do every single week, right? And then the list gets longer because you add one more thing that you have to do. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to scale things down into projects where I complete a whole chunk of things that now are going to go out for the next few months. So, you know, do a chunk it's already Do the second chunk. And then my, my, my focus is not divided. You know, so I'm not trying to write an article every week. I'm not trying to create so many social media posts. I'm not trying to connect with so many people. I'm not, you know, the, the list just keeps getting longer. So for me, I've, I feel like doing it in the, this chunk is actually going to free up a lot more time in the future. And I'm willing to be in the background for this month or so, to get it all done, get it all ready. And then when i launch it, you know, I'm going to be full scale into it, you know, making sure I check people's comments. Cause right now, if I'm, if I'm writing and I'm trying to do all the social media, I don't check the comments. I don't respond to people. So I wanted to do this as a way to actually free up time so that when I do start posting, I'm going to get the, the most benefit from it. Yeah. Cool. And,
2: and then because you've, cause you know, I'm, I'm, I do look at this, the statistics and with just the commenting, just the engaging and the different posts that have been going out. LinkedIn algorithm is very helpful in that it actually has people starting to find you now in searches. So because you've been, because of that background work that you have been doing, and even, even if it's, even if it's the posts, like the different posts that you'll share um, the podcasts and the commenting and engaging or sharing others other people's content, your visibility has increased on on LinkedIn. And I would say to thy own self be true. Um, so by the time that you're ready to do that, you would find a lot of more people would be engaging with it because mm. they've, they've already started to see all your other content coming out. So it'll be a little, just like right before you're ready, you can just, you can say, this is coming, so you have a hashtag that you can implement there that people can follow. So it always pops up and then from there, get them to move into your email list.
0: Nice. Good. One of the
3: Thank things you, I really like about, about your approach, Kim, there's a couple of things, which is one that I talk about a lot, which is self-awareness, Right. The worst thing you can do is jump onto a marketing, a sales or marketing strategy, or something that the gurus out there are telling you you have to do. And it's not, it doesn't align with you. It doesn't align with how you want to market your business. And so I think it's so important that we all do exactly what Carol just did and go, okay, well, why am I choosing to do it this way as opposed to another way? Because Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of the time we are getting this messaging and we're getting hammered with this messaging that we need to do all the things, right? For example. I keep getting in my feed on Instagram, which I'm going to be honest, I only go on Instagram to be entertained. I don't want Instagram to do business, but I keep getting hammered with these people who are like, I have increased my following by this many people. So I started doing an experiment just for the sake of it. Right. And I was clicking on them all. And guess what they all have in common? They are all people who teach other people how to use Instagram. So of course their following is going up in exponential numbers because we all want to know how to use Instagram, (laughs) right? But if I was going to say, you know, go to a different niche or a different following, would it be the same? Right. And, Mm. and I, and and we're, so we're all getting hammered with this messaging rather than just going, Hey, does this align with how I want to market my business? Mm. Is this what I want to do? And then, you know, building on from that and knowing what we want from it. The other thing that I love that you said was you really acknowledge that you have to have that time to comment and engage with people because if you're not having, and and, and this is one of the mistakes I made and, and, you know, we all like, I don't don't know about you guys, but I know I made it. We kind of go into onto social media and it's almost like we're yelling from a concert stage. And so we're talking at our audience and then we're wondering why our audience doesn't feel like, hey, I want to do business with this person. Because we're not having those two-way engagements. And unless you can have that two-way engagement, you're not going to build a real relationship with anybody. Right. Because if I just pop in and I'm like, you know, I once once a quarter, I send Carol a DM and I'm like, hey, Carol, how's it going? Well, now I have these things going on, blah, 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 blah. And maybe Carol responds and goes, here's how it's going with me. If I never respond to her, she's going to be like, why is this person even talking to me? Unfollow, block, unsubscribe, whatever, whatever. Right. And I noticed once I really focused on that two-way engagement, I started getting people responding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Imagine that. Responding to my emails. People are like replying to my emails from my email list. And then I reply back and we have a little conversation right? They Maybe they buy, maybe they don't, but I'm creating a relationship and that's where the power is. And that's what's being missed in a lot of the online marketing messaging we're getting right now.
2: And that's like, I always, I agree with that. I always say this. I think I've said it a bunch of times, especially with social media as like, let's let's break it down, right? It's a social networking site. So what do you do? Network. Now think about when you go to a network event, well, how do you network? Do you go up to everybody and be like, here's my card. This is what I do. Blah, 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 blah. Here's my card. This is, <laughs> oh, you engage. Some people Hi.
0: do yeah, yeah, a lot of people do that. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> so, but, but no, you go to networking, like you go to networking events, you, you spend time getting to know some people. Maybe you align with some, maybe... Some doesn't align with you, but you that's how you build your network. You, you build relationships. And I love that you said, said that sound because it is a two-way street. And I mm-hmm. think that's just the basic base. Anytime I feel like we feel lost, that's the basic thing we should go back to. This is a relationship. I always think about how, how do I like to be pro- approached as a consumer? What makes me buy from someone? What makes me invest with someone? And that's how I want to make sure that my clients and my audience also feel. So I always, I always think like, if this doesn't work for me as a consumer, it's not going to work if I'm not, if as, as an entrepreneur that's trying to sell stuff, because I know what I need. So I, I, every time I think of a client or I think, or any, or anyone, I think about what, what, what would work, for me, what makes me take out my because I am very hard to part with money, except when it comes to nice restaurants and stuff like <laughs> Money down there, but other stuff, I'm very, very hard to part with that. So I, I always think, well, what did they do differently to get me? And it always stems from that relationship, getting to know me, and and I think a lot of the podcasts lately, to, um came there was one they were talking about that. Um, I forgot who it was, but he was talking about that relationship and, oh, the website with the website. It's not, shouldn't be all about you. What, what, how can you help your client? What, when they yes. come to me, how am I helping them? How am I, how am I getting to know you? So I love that two way thing that you said, Sam. It's like, it's, it's so much. That's, I feel like that's the basic thing mm-hmm. and living where best we, we wanna have that two-way community, whether it's Facebook, whether it's email, whether it's TikTok.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I'm actually going to stop the conversation here. I do want to continue it, but we're going to end this episode because we're about the half an hour point and uh, we'll come back. And now normally we do these episodes once a month, but I think this is a really good conversation. So I think we're actually going to post these two episodes back to back to each other because, you know, when it's a month apart, sometimes it, it kind of gets lost. So We're going to shut down. We'll come back and we'll start the conversation over. So this has been Carol Boston, Crystal Duku, and Samantha King and Kim Thompson-Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. If you have enjoyed today's episode, would you do me a favor? Would you share it out? Hashtag Author to Authority. Post it out on social media. Let people know about it you know, we work really hard to give you great episodes. And if you could do that, I would just be so appreciative. So thank you so much for listening. And we will see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the author to authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach, or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book, at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.